A big thank you to our sponsor, iFixit, who fights for your right to repair and makes really cool tools in the process. If you need to fix your phone, laptop, or even a vacuum, iFixit has thousands of parts, tools, and free guides. Mercury, Mercury Stardust. She's a beacon of hope in the darkest night. Mercury, Mercury Stardust. She'll teach you how to make it all alright. Hey there, hi, my name is Mercury, and I'm the trans handy ma'am. My pronouns are she, her, and I teach compassionate DIY. We're here to help renters, LGBTQIA members, and anyone who's feeling left out in a DIY space. Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Handy Ma'am Hotline. I'm so excited to have you here today, and as always, I have my wonderful co-host, Maggie Conrad. Hello. Everybody, I hope that you are having a good time. Maggie, are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. Are you having a good time? Yeah, I'm having the best time. When I walked in this morning, Maggie looked at what I was wearing and said, "Oh my god, you look like a me." <laughs> I, I'm very much like a, I'm really sporting like a Target mom like outfit right you got, now. You know, your your pretty linen flowy clothes on. Yeah, my boobs are out there flying right now. <laughs> um, but all that being said. If you are just tuning in for the very first time, we are going to answer five DIY questions from the audience that has called in or written in. And here's the thing. I have heard none of these before. And mm-hmm. Maggie, have you heard any of these before? No. Neither of us have heard any of these questions before. So we're going to be going in without any concept what we're going to be answering. And we're going to do the best we can. We are answering these on the fly by the seat of our pants. Okay? Mm-hmm. Maggie. Without further ado, do do you want to get the first question of the day? Let's do it. Let's go. We have a question from Lauren. She is a single mama. She has a storm door off my garage that constantly gets caught in the wind, even if it's completely closed. I live in Missouri, unfortunately, and the winds get crazy and blow it off the frame. It's happened twice. Is there something I can do to help? It's hard as shit to hang a door back on by myself. LOL. Oh, my God. So, Lauren, hey, way to go. This is a good question. One of my favorites we've gotten today. This is the first one. Uh, <laughs> okay, so a few things. Hey, I know you said this at the very end of your question about it's hard to hang doors by yourself. Uh-huh. You should really look into uh, door jack. I think that that, that, that would make oh, your life yeah. a lot easier. A door jack is a little device you can get at Amazon for like $25. It's like a Like a little... It's like a jack. For yeah, your door. It, it makes it, it basically lifts it up and it can help you place where the hinges are. Yeah. Oh my God. You'll never go back. Like it is, <laughs> I think it's easier than doing it with a person. Really? Yes. Because, you know, you know, people have a different brain and uh, they sure. go one way, you go in another right. and they go up and you go down and you, argh, you like to have full control. Yeah. Okay, Maggie, I get it. <laughs> Okay, don't call me out in the first three minutes of the goddamn podcast, Maggie. Uh, I'm helping people get to learn all about you. <laughs> they know. They know. They've heard the podcast. They've listened to the after show, pre show. They know. Maggie, they know. But all that being said, <laughs> that all being said, yeah, so storm doors. Okay, there are a bunch of different options here. If you are having problems with this, okay, and it's like ripping open, okay. I'm a little bit confused why it's blowing open. It sounds like the latch isn't latching. Like it sounds like the latch isn't catching into yeah. the strike plate. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that is a huge problem there. But also, if you're having a problem with like 
it's blowing open. I wonder if some type of door closer device, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that would keep it closed unless you push it open and like, right. like drag it open would work. They also make chains that you can lock. Mm-hmm. You can make a, like put a chain on the door and you can lock it on. Yeah. And that could help keep it tight too. But those would be the knee jerk reactions that I have. Do you have any? Yeah, I mean, my first thought was to look at the latch and make sure that it's, you know, connecting when you're shutting the door. As far as storm doors go, I I know it's different than like, you know, a doorknob latching. Usually it's like a a bar that the the little handle doohickey just kind of catches onto. So making sure that that works. But yeah, I think, like you said, a hook or, you know, and I'm even thinking if it's the wind. That maybe it's just not properly sealing. It could also be, Maggie, that the storm door doesn't have a latch. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes storm doors don't. Mm. So, like, it could be something around those lines. But then I think you would want to get some type of sliding hook that goes in the inside or the outside, whatever would float your boat Mm -hmm. and would keep it from flying open, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe multiple. That would be the suggestion that I would get. And bolt them, don't screw them. Have them go right through the door. Right. Do you know what I mean? Make sure they're nice and secure. Same thing when you're putting it on the frame. The piece that like slides over the little hook that mm-hmm. is into it, make sure that's bolted through if you can. Or put like two or three inch screws in them. Right. That's going to go right into what we call the king stud. And that's going to really hold it firm in place if, you're, if it's going to blow open. That would be what I would try. You know, every once in a while we get these kind of questions that are a little bit unique Mm -hmm. and they're a little bit different and it's hard to know for sure without pictures. So if you have suggestions or tips and tricks, you can call us directly at 608-205-8768 and tell me how we did did our job bad, okay? (laughs) I'm always open for it. Be nice, but I'm always open for it. You can text or call us at... 608-205-8768. 608-205-8768. And we will do our best to make sure we correct that. But I think that that is the solution there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there's a lot to that question, too, without knowing fully what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I think that's the right direction. You agree? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be something that you could, like, latch when you leave the house. But, I mean, you're not there, so you're probably not really worried. You know, it's not no. bothering you if the door is, like, swinging open when you're not there. But yeah, I I don't have a lot of experience with storm doors, so mm-hmm. I defer to you on that one. Yeah, but you know, if you have a a a key in it, though, you can mm-hmm. latch it from the inside if it's in a strike plate. Oh sure. Or if you have a deadbolt too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I think that's the part of what I'm like confused. I said not have one because if it doesn't have one, that is valid because yeah, you know, I would be confused why it wouldn't. But that could be the case. Yeah, that's true. I guess I was thinking more of like like a glass, like it's a glass door, right? I would assume it's a storm door. Not always. Mm. I, I literally looked this up to make sure. Mm-hmm. And I am finding four different door options. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's the part. Like, I was thinking one thing. You were thinking yeah. another. And that's the thing that kind of like gets me is like it could be a lot of different kinds of storm doors. Yeah, it I mean, could even just be like a screen door, like a door that's a screen, you know. Yeah, but if it's blowing, so you think, okay, we'll back up for a second. 
Maggie, you think that when when they're talking about it being blown open, mm-hmm. that it's a screen sliding door? Not a sliding door, but like a door that could have like glass and screen on it. That's what I think of when a, a storm door. Some of them like you can slide down the glass and open up the the screen yeah, or lo- just like all glass. See, a lot of them don't have latches. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them... I mean, if we're just thinking like a almost like a screen door, yeah. Because maybe that's the two different ideas here. I think a storm door. I think like a barn heavy door. Oh, you yeah, know what no. I mean? Yeah. I'm because that's what like we a... called our door was a storm door, sure. right? It was a door that kept everything out, and it yeah. was good for a storm, right? And you're thinking like a screen door. Yeah, a screen or a glass door, and they have Huge like latches, difference. but very small latches, like not like a doorknob. See latch. that? Yeah, that's what I thought when we were t- when we we started switching it that way. They have the little but, like you push it in, and the thing goes bloop, and it's the, on a bar. <laughs> it's so interesting because language is so <laughs> it's so regional sometimes. Yeah, and it's also like how you brought up, and again, not great with terminology. I never <laughs> have been. I, I know what I know with how I know it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It makes yeah. almost no sense. But if well, you know. Your storm door sounds more like a tornado door. Yeah, 100 fucking percent. <laughs> 100. Yeah. But a tornado is a fucking storm. Yeah. Okay? I know. I know. So I'm just saying. Uh, it's just very, like you said, it's very different than It was in our cellar. We had this big ass, heavy uh, ass yeah. door that was in the cellar, and that's where we went when we had a tornado drill. Yeah. You know? So, like, my brain goes to this big-ass heavy door they ain't latching. Yeah. Do you know? But if you're talking about a fucking screen door, essentially. Yeah, like when you open your front door and then there's the extra smaller, you know, protective door so that you can have sunlight and air. Yeah. Then I would say a latch, though. I don't think we're necessarily wrong with a sliding mechanism of some mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. I think that is probably your, your, your best bet. You can do that from the outside. There's devices that you can do that in the inside mm-hmm. that kind of, like, that will, like, Maybe go on the inside of the frame, mm-hmm. and then you can like like pin it down. Yeah, yeah they have like, ones like that. It's almost like um, a hook that goes right down and hooks. Mm-hmm. That would be a good way to go. There's a lot of different options with that, but whatever you do, make sure you drill all the way through the door because you're going to want to bolt it down and have it strong mm-hmm. and use locking nuts. That would be my suggestion. Yeah. I'd be curious uh, to see some pictures of this. So, so, so we, so it's very rare that we are we are asked a question where we one hundred percent we are wrong about at least one of the things we said, <laughs> right? Like yeah. we are definitely wrong. One of us about, is right. One of us is wrong. <laughs> but, but we're definitely wrong about something yeah. in this answer. It could be. There's no way we're not wrong about something. Are we right? I don't know. We could be wrong about all of it. <laughs> Lauren, so, send us some pictures and a follow-up, and we'll yeah. we'll touch on it again. Woo! That was a rough first one. <laughs> Thank you, Ziggy, who picked these questions out. <laughs> Jeez, Ziggy. Guess she doesn't want to get paid this month. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Ziggy. Okay, this is from Raina. Hello, Miss M. How can I get a sample of paint off the wall so I can color match it? Do I scrape or chisel? Ooh, I prefer chisel. Mm. I honestly, either way, you know, if you're, <laughs> you know, if you're me, you know, I would literally cut a piece into the cardboard mm-hmm. and then drywall. I would uh, take joint compound and go back over the hole. That's what I would do. Oh, so you just like cut a piece of the oh, drywall? Oh, yeah, because yeah. you want you wanted at least a. I, I would say the best ones are quarter size. Sure. The bigger area that you get, you know. 
If you get like an inch by inch, that's even better because the bigger you get, the more variation in color you get from the, the pant sample. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the more accurate you get. If you get a little sliver, mm-hmm. right? I think the smallest it can go is like a dime, maybe 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 sure. a nickel. They can go pretty small now. They used to be able to, like, you got it. You had to come in there with a fucking door. You know, <laughs> it was much harder back when I first started maintenance. But now it's gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. But still, that little sample is like a very, is not much. Yeah. You know? So that would be my suggestion is bring in what you can. Take a take a uh, utility knife. Cut it out. You know, at least a quarter, half dollar size if you can. Yeah. A little more if you could. And then you bring it in and just joint compound it and sand it down and you're fucking good to go. There you go. That would be my question. I would also say if you're trying to match and you don't want to go that route and you can't go that route, mm-hmm. one of the best ways to get a whole bunch of sample cards that look like the color that you are trying to oh, match yeah. and then bring them home and put a white light underneath it and match it that way. Do it by the naked eye. Sure. If your eyes can't tell the difference too much, neither is a wall. <laughs> 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 I always heard the saying that if somebody riding by on a horse can't tell that there's a mistake or something wrong, then you're good to go. <laughs> Why a horse? Why a horse? I don't know, because a horse is, you know, a certain speed. It's, a, a car is too fast. A bike is maybe too slow. I don't know. Huh. It was like a, a saying that knitters say. But, like, if there's there's a mistake in your knitting and somebody riding by on a horse couldn't see it, then you're good. How fast is a horse running? I don't know. How- <laughs> I don't know. It's just a Because if the, if the horse is galloping going like 12 miles an hour, I don't know. You know what I mean? But if the horse is taking off and we're getting up in those 20s, I don't know. I don't know how fast horses go. I know. I rode horses on a ranch and I still don't fucking yeah, know how fast horses. with horses. All I know is that horses went fast and it, it hurt my butt, but it felt great. Yeah, it's Whoa, basically that's just a to weird say. sentence. <laughs> it's basically just to say that, like, like you said, if it looks good to the naked eye, you're good. It it'll be fine. Okay, okay, okay. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could be. We, we I think right now we're we're hopefully one for one for sure, right? Sure. I we might be two and zero. We might be like doing batting like a thousand. Yeah. Well, we could be batting a zero. Like, it, it's, it's literally, that's that kind of episode today. So, I just want to clarify. Makes it interesting. The expectations you had going into the Handyman Hotline podcast, lower all that. Just bring it bring it down. Help me re- uh, to stay sane right now. Just, and, it's, and, it's entertainment. And the next three questions, the next three questions don't expect fucking anything. Okay? <laughs> Just hang in there with me. Okay, Maggie, you ready? This is from an anonymous submission. How do you make a deadbolt not hard to turn? I'm moving from a rental into a place and the deadbolt is hard to turn with the key outside. Oh, my God. Absolutely. So they make lock like lubricant Mm -mm. that is designed for this purpose. Don't double D40 this shit. Now, if your name is uh, Jim Gator on the fucking TikTok and Instagram, (laughs) uh, Gator is a good friend of mine. You might have seen Gator. He's a wonderful guy. He's from Florida. He's always the guy who says, next, and he'll throw it behind Uh his back. He is one of the coolest guys. He's so sweet to me. 
and always gives me compliments and stuff. But Gator is obsessed with WD-40. <laughs> like, obsessed with WD-40. And the problem I have with WD-40 is that WD-40 gums up. Like, yeah. it's great for mechanics. It's great for those kind of things. When we're talking about keys, right? this is the problem I have. I've seen so many people do this, and then me... As a technician, you got to come over and replace the whole fucking lock. Yeah. Because WD-40 will get inside and slowly, like, jam up the gears. Like, it will get inside, and if you use a lot of it, especially, and it gets colder, mm-hmm. it will, like, kind of, like, make it a gelatinous goo. Not a whole lot, but enough. And if you do that once or twice or three times, mm-hmm. then it kind of it gets in there, and you'll have a whole gear that is just covered in the shit yeah you'd be like what is that that's wd-40 so that's why i say no to that you want <laughs> silicone spray you want like stuff that's going to be soft light and fluffy mm-hmm. basically and that's going to be nice on the gears and i'm going to make them you know basically wd-40 is junk food and we want to give the gears like you know an energy drink okay <laughs> wait no no that's we wanna... not any better no fuck <laughs> <laughs> Okay, some matcha tea. Maybe, yeah, some matcha tea. Maybe my diet is a great to base this off of. <laughs> no, but you're basically giving it like healthy food, yeah, opposed to junk food. You know, so that's what I would say. That does do a really good job. Now, another factor of this, maybe that door ain't sinking in all the way. Mm. You know, like you you talk about how hard it is to turn. I wonder if you. Well, before you turn it, like you, you turn it all the way, you know, and, and to make sure you lock it mm-hmm. and then push it in and see if it goes in easier. Hmm. And if it does, you got a door that's a little bit loosey goosey minusy. Oh, like push and, the door? Yes. You yeah. might have some issues that you might want to look into there. That's around the frame. What? The hinges could be a little bit loose. There's a lot. You could yeah. have some flexing, some, you know, warping happening. Those kind of things can happen, especially for an exterior door. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I know I nailed this one. Nailed it. I know. Wait, okay. I have I a question, too, because there was something. Maggie, I, feel like- I nailed it. Let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, I'm possibly one for three right now. Maggie, do not, no, do not make this worse for me. It's something that you taught me in the book, actually, that yes. there isn't there like um, that's really good for like locks and, and keys and stuff like a sand t- or a, a gritty. Oh, graphite. Graphite. Yes. There we go. Graphite powder. Yeah. You know, actually, there's a really good Maggie. I was. I. I thought I answered. Plug this in the fucking, book too. I know you're plugging <laughs> the book. Safe and sound. Renters friendly guy to home repair. Uh, coming out August twenty second. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> anyways, Maggie, graphite powder. Yes. Uh, it does a really good job. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to say about it. It's pretty easy to use, straightforward. Uh, a little messy, wessy, but it, not yeah. bad. I think in this instance, you're gonna have better. Lock with the silicone spray. Okay. I think you would. Yeah, because it's an exterior door. I want to say that. I'm going to go with the silicone spray. Okay. I know I'm one for three, Maggie, so don't fucking take this away from me. I was was curious. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's go. Number four. This question is from Isabella. Hey, Mercury, let me start off by saying I absolutely adore you. So I live in a house that's split in two. I live downstairs. I have cracking in the ceiling. How can I fix this? Note, I've lived here for four years and have maybe seen the landlord three to four times. They won't come fix anything, so I've been fixing it. Also, we have a colony of bats that live in the upstairs neighbor's attic. Landlord doesn't want to get an exterminator. So what's my best bet? Upstairs neighbor and I talk, and we're not sure what to do. Wow. 
Okay. <laughs> it started off. <laughs> it started off real good with cracks in the ceiling. And I was like, yeah, I got this. So easy. Another home run. Two for four. We're batting 500. That is a reasonable. And then you had to throw bats in bats. here? What the fuck? You don't get a two for one deal. <laughs> That's not fair. I couldn't, stop. I couldn't stifle my laugh that when is... I read the bats. What? So wait, there's bats in the na- so th- not their ceiling, but in the attic above the neighbor. Yeah, so it's a two story. They have cracks in their ceiling that is, you know, the floor to the upstairs. Yes, and then the upstairs has bats in the attic. <laughs> I don't think they actually asked a question about the bats well, in the attic. They don't get a fucking answer. <laughs> I mean, what do you do with the bats? I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't. Maybe, maybe okay, okay. I got an idea. You're gonna theme your Halloween. <laughs> you're gonna theme your Halloween, and you're all gonna be vampires. And then the bats okay. can add new. They'll they'll add like an ambiance. Okay, it. so do you want to hear my answer? What's your answer? <laughs> Call the wildlife <laughs> <laughs> sanctuary or people or animal control because bats can have rabies. You're right. No, uh, in all seriousness, and, you are very right. And make them take care of it, and then they will write up your landlord probably and give them a ticket if they you, don't fix it in but, a certain amount but you of time. gotta make sure you email your landlord and yeah you gotta give them the opportunity you gotta have to have it do writing it. yeah you gotta give your landlord the opportunity yeah. though yeah. to do it right and if they don't do it i would say oh i hate saying this i don't know the state that you're in so i yeah. can't give you legal advice or anything i would say hypothetically though you're gonna have a law somewhere in the books mm-hmm. in your state that's gonna say you know, if it's not an emergency, you know, reasonable amount of time. And typically that's within, oh, I hate it, 30 days. Mm-hmm. Now with a bat, I'm going to say it's probably sooner, right? I would call. I within would, five days probably? I would call whatever wildlife or animal control and get their advice. Because they, they, yeah. they would know better the laws are surrounding bats just because they do, they can carry disease. They're super uh. cute. And I love them, but they can carry disease. That is just bad shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. Meg, I've been waiting the entire time. Uh, but all that being said, that is a great answer. I cannot believe I didn't think about that. But you know what, Maggie? <laughs> Who you asked me for? Yeah, yeah. God damn it. I'm fucking like two for four. Okay, 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 okay. Here's my next part. The drywall the ceiling. ceiling. I know I got this. You are the expert. I know I got this. <laughs> Joint compound. Okay. I say it all the time. If you mm-hmm. got cracks, you probably don't have any like holes or anything to really fill in, but the joint compound is going to cover that up for you and do a pretty good job not cracking again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's not going to crack elsewhere and that is not cracking underneath. It still is probably. Now, if you are having more issues, like, if it's cracking pretty badly, this is a landlord issue again, right? You want to make sure there's no structural damage. Now, typically, it's not hairline fractures are pretty normal, yeah. especially with if there's two joints, like in the, the corner of a door, mm-hmm. right? Right above the corner of a door where the jam goes into the, 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 the wood, mm-hmm. there'll be a crack that kind of forms right there. Very, very common. In ceilings, same thing. The thing you want to walk, watch out for, the red herring in this, is if you look up in the ceiling and there's a straight line forming. Mm. If your crack is a straight line 
an often smooth straight line. Mm-hmm. That is drywall yeah. that is coming down from the ceiling. That looks like our ceiling. <laughs> at, wait, at your home? Yeah, you remember? I think you've seen it before. Do you have we a had straight a, crack in your ceiling? Because it was a flip, and they did a really shitty job of the drywall on the ceiling. Maggie, where they're used to where they had taken the walls down. Really? And we just haven't had a chance. How to fix big it. is the crack, though? Oh, like a foot. Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, I. That's a concern. You want to fix it? Well, <laughs> all you gotta do. No, you've told me before in the podcast that you make your husband do shit. Make Nick put two pieces, uh, two yeah. two screws in the drywall yeah. into the stuff. I mean, he knows what to do. We know what to do. It's just you know. Yeah. We're old and it, parents. Mimi is not. I don't. I'm disabled. I, I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I just said yes to that. I said yes to that. I'm so sorry, Maggie. Um, but you are. Uh, <laughs> but all that being said. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I without seeing that specific situation in your home, I think there's similarity though. Yeah, is that like if that's happening mm-hmm. in this scenario, I would, I would be concerned. Yeah, if it's a jaggedy one and it's kind of going diagonal, mm-hmm. and it's not really a concern. If it's going, if it's going a little bit straight but a little bit crooked here and there, it's not really a concern. If it's going smooth and straight, yeah, and you can kind of see a dripping a little bit in one area. That drywall's going. Boy, the worst thing they could do is put up with nails. I saw that recently. Maybe <laughs> like a year ago. A year really? Yeah, someone put up drywall with nails. Oh, On the ceiling? Yeah. Well, that's even worse. That is Jeez. wild. Isn't that a wild thing? <laughs> that happened in an apartment building in Tennessee, I think. Wow. Yeah. It went, it was, went viral yeah, on the internet. Yeah, that's just going to fall right down. Yeah. And it was like the whole one section went, and so the, all the other sections went. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So if that's not what's happening here, though, I don't think that it didn't seem like a huge concern. Right. So I don't think that's the case. So joint compound, mm-hmm. you take a joint knife, you add some joint compound to it, mix it with water, get it nice, make it like a pancake mm-hmm. batter, and then you put it in a tray and you're and you're Do good you to go. Use any tape with that? You don't need to. Cool. I mean, with that specifically, yeah. all you're doing it, just press, just make sure you get enough of the mud between the cracks, right? And and, and let joint compound is more flexible mm. and can move with the building and with the age as it's as the building settles. Where like hot mud that dries in five minutes or sets in five minutes rather. Or forty five minute mud or ninety minute mud. All these are mud that in order to make it get harder faster, it gets more brittle in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like it's so firm it can't bend. You know like a bamboo stick is so flexible it can yeah. you know so strong it can flex Mm -hmm. that's what joint compound is essentially is it has more of that effect to it so that would do it okay i know i got that one right you did but i'm not positive i got the the whole bat part (laughs) route so we're a team i think we did we're a team we're a team thank you for saving my butt maggie i appreciate you okay this is the fifth one right this is the last one last one okay i'm gonna put all my eggs in a basket and we're gonna nail this out of the wall if we if we nail this out of the park, Maggie, <laughs> you can effectively forget about all the mistakes earlier in the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. We have a picture here, so I'll read it and then send it to you. Oh, okay. Hi, my name is Becky, and I've been following you forever. I love your videos and your whole mission and vibe. I have a question I can't seem to find an answer to, no matter how I Google it. LOL. I am a renter, and my home office is wall-to-wall wood paneling. Not the cute kind, but the 70s, yellow, orange, fake, wood kind. And while my landlord has allowed me to do whatever I want with most of the house, 
He wants us to leave the paneling alone. Shit. I have since hung pictures. I'm getting nervous. And such on the wall. Oh, no. I am now fully remote at my job, and I'm trying to make my office a calming and productive space. I'm currently vibing with this aesthetic, but I'd really like to fill and patch the holes left where Fuck. I hung pictures. <laughs> I don't know how to fix this so it blends well enough. Not going to stand out and annoy me, lol. I have attached a photo of what the paneling looks like. Any help would be so appreciated. Becky! <laughs> Becky! What are you doing to me? <laughs> ah! The landlord told me not to touch it, so I did. <laughs> okay. Becky, uh, look, look, okay, okay, hold on. Becky, I love you. Um, <laughs> thank you for that great question. Uh, you jackass. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to home stretch. Okay, so... Anytime we're dealing with wood grain, this is wood grain. This is fake yeah. wood grain. That makes the goddamn thing harder to blend. And that's the nightmare. This looks like old American centric grain. Yeah. That look right? Yeah. That looks like that very classic. It's like vinyl wood. It's not real wood. Yes, exactly. Right? But you could still wood you could you could still use wood putty on this though. Yeah. You could still use wood filler. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if there's any holes in that I'm seeing in this picture. I don't see any holes in this picture, right? Are there any? Uh, I think I'd... they're really tiny, like Oh, nails. they're so yeah, they're tiny. Like little pinholes. Oh my god. That okay, Becky, no, I'll take it back. You're awesome. Because these are really easy. Yeah. These those are, are really these tiny, are simple. Tiny holes. Yeah, because you can you can use wood filler. And go in and you won't even see that. You can even use a wood filler that has a little bit of a pencil on the end of it. Like you'll get Mm -hmm. ones that have like, okay, you can get a wood filler pencil, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Or you can get some type of wood filler that has like a putty knife and push it in there. Maybe Mm -hmm. do one or two layers to Mm -hmm. fill it up. It takes a little bit to dry, like 15 minutes. Sand it down. And then you can kind of like like take the wood grain pencil mm-hmm. and kind of like scribble on it. Yeah. And that will like like help blend it in. Honestly, Those this is so not, tiny. Yeah, this is very tiny. I love that you want to do this. I think that will look really nice when you're done. I actually think that's going to blend really well. But that stain, that like style of grain mm-hmm. and that light texture I think is old American century. That is what it's called, I believe. Mm-hmm. And you can find that's a very common color for wood. Okay. Now you may want to get a couple different options when you go to the store yeah. and get different options of a staining pen or, you know, they're called staining pens. That's what they are. Okay. Don't fuck this up, Mercury. <laughs> you Don't got fuck it. this up. You got this. They're called staining pens. Okay. And you can use them right after you're done. Make sure you get the wood putty that is stain, like you can paint on it or mm-hmm. stain it. Okay. <sighs> Got really close to fucking that one up, Maggie. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. I think that that is my answer. That wood putty. Great. And then let it dry. And then sand the edges down. And then add a, a staining pen. And then make it look pretty. Walk away. Just walk a fucking way. <laughs> And you should be okay. Don't put any more holes in the wall. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think we did it. Did it. Now, did Mercury bat a thousand? No, not today. Not today. 
Uh, did she bat? Well, I I think we should say that yeah. you have had a very very full work day today. Well, thank you. So, and we're at the at the end of a very long day. She made a lot of really big wow, decisions. Way today to talk me as up. a business owner and CEO, Maggie. Stop. <laughs> Just to give everybody a little perspective. <laughs> but in all fairness, in all fairness, uh, these were really these were all over the park today. Yeah. No idea what direction we we're going to go in. But I want you to know you got to be nice to me if you're listening to this because I'm moving right now. Yeah. As you're listening to this, I am moving into my new apartment. Yay. We recorded this early so I can like move from my old apartment to my new one. And my cats are fucking screaming. I can guarantee it. And they hate it. <laughs> so I'm stressed out and you're stressed out listening to me just like throw mud at a wall and hoping something sticks. <laughs> Okay. Send all the love. But all that being said, <laughs> if you have any corrections or omissions that you want to add, like if you think I messed anything up, or if Maggie, more importantly, if Maggie messed oh, anything up, you can call us or text <laughs> at, at us at this number. You want my help now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. I we have a bit here. That every time that I'm going to say the number, I point to Maggie and Maggie says it because I always forget the number. <laughs> but because I pissed Maggie up moments before, <laughs> she looked at me like she was a like the, like grumpy Smurf, you know, and was like, no, not going to help you now. So that's what just happened. So the number is 608-205-8768. And that number is 608-205-8768. Okay, Maggie, I love you so much. <laughs> thank you for being a great co-host. <laughs> oh, everybody, I want to say thank you to Maggie Conrad. Thank you to Matthew Allen Hag. Thank you to Ziggy for picking out all the questions today. And some thank you to all of you for listening to the show. Make sure you get your copy right now of Safe and Sound, A Renter's Friendly Guide to Home Repair, coming out on August 22nd. And the book tour dates will be coming out soon. Real soon. To the 50-plus cities that we are going to this fall for the book tour for that book. So as always, remember you're worth the time it takes to learn a new skill. Bye-bye. The theme song was created by Rody Walker. Questions were picked up by our production assistant, Ziggy. A big thank you to our executive producer, Basil. And this podcast was recorded and edited by Matthew Allen Hag. Thank you for listening. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode of the Handyman Hotline, you can listen to an even longer version by supporting us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon, $10 or more, you'll be able to get an extra long 30 to 45 minute section every single week. Isn't that amazing? More of me and Maggie. Wow! So thank you so much for all those who already support us, and you too can support us and listen to more on our Patreon. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please help us keep the pirate ship alive by supporting our sponsors, the wonderful iFixit. They fight for your right to repair and makes really cool tools in the process. If you need to fix your phone, laptop, or even a vacuum, iFixit has thousands of parts, tools, and free guides to make your life a little bit easier. So grab your hammer and nails and paint your nails if you want to. You're worth the time it takes to be you. She'll teach you how to fix your house.